TTB Music Podcast Maybe we should start filming it. <laughs> Up there in the corner. <laughs> okay, we're on. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, At which point did you start? So <laughs> far, I see I've just got the headphones on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take them off. <laughs> oh, that's a bit weirder. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. oh, 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 oh that doesn't sound oh, good. Oh, 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 yeah, we need to just turn the monitoring off as well. Okay. Spooky. Hey, hello. Merry Christmas. Right. Merry Christmas. And a happy new um, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Clink. There we go. Sound effects. Excellent. Uh, I was genuine. <laughs> uh, so we're filming in front of a live studio audience for the second time ever. Woo! Woo! Uh, welcome, audience. And uh, it's our Christmas podcast. So as per usual, we're going to be starting off with uh, some Christmas-themed music. Good job. Um, uh, this time we've got Seth MacFarlane, Holiday for Swing, Adina Menzel, Holiday Wishes. Uh, a, a little flurry into Christopher Leadham with Darkest Carols, Faithful Sing. And uh, then just after that, we'll be keeping that kind of mood going. Well, not the Christopher Lee mood, but the uh, <laughs> Menzel and MacFarlane mood going with she and him. Uh, their latest album, Classics. Before going on to some new stuff, McBusted, McBusted, Smashing Pumpkins, Monuments to an Elegy, and Nicki Minaj, The Pink Print. Uh, however, I think we should probably start off with uh, Christmas and uh, probably best to lump them together rather than trying to do them individually. Uh, so let's start off with Peter Griffin, Snow Queen Elsa and uh, Saruman or Dracula depending on your uh, reference point. Yes, probably Saruman. <laughs> Don't get that in early. End of podcast. <laughs> Right, okay. No, seriously, it's um, Scaramanga, obviously, from The Man with the Golden Gun. Scaramouche, Scaramouche. No. Um, <laughs> um, right. Do the Fandango. No, let, let's not. Let's not get into that again. Yeah. Right. It's okay. very, very frightening, though. <laughs> hey! No Listen to that! <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so Christmas. Uh, Seth MacFarlane. Should we start there? Or should we just do Christmas? Right, uh, yeah, you, you've already yeah. covered this already. Yeah. We've, not, we've, not, we've not had a, a pre-Christmas tipple, have we? No. No. Right. Um, Christmas. Well, here it comes again. And, and I'm glad in a way that actually this year we've decided to not do the entire podcast listening to Christmas albums. Because after five years, five years, I know. five years, um, I don't think I could have taken it much longer. Um, all right. <laughs> you mean to say you don't really need to hear another version of... Uh, Let it snow. Let it snow, maybe it's cold outside. All I want for song. Christmas is you... Um, do you hear what I hear? That was one of my highlights of that particular al- particular album. Yeah. It went downhill dramatically it, after that. It but. did go downhill fast, but uh, let's let's focus on the positive. Um, Seth MacFarlane, he, the guy can sing. Yeah, it swings. It swings, and he can sing. My 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 issue. Really, I'm picking, but my issue here is it's Seth MacFarlane. I can't listen to him with that particular orchestra without expecting a gag coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? You sort of think, there's a joke coming in a minute. There's a joke. Here it comes. Here's a cutaway. Well, maybe the joke is his quote of, a Christmas album is the most logical fit. Uh, he says as he's 
device goes off. <laughs> Anything to get in on the jackpot is the Christmas time commercialization. Okay, fair enough. That's the joke. The joke is he's done this and yep. he's and he's okay. Yeah, he, I remember he recorded this back in April. The first sort of crossed my radar, but um, it, yeah, it's it's okay. It's okay. It's 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 a a solid Christmas album. Yeah, it is. I mean, I prefer this to the Adina Menzel album, but clearly by a mile. I would say by a mile, but why? why Half I, a mile. I prefer it. It is. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of kilometres. No. Um, Which I think is further than the mile. No. <laughs> this is going to be a long podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, the, the arrangement on the Serpent Fire album, I, I think, is special. Uh, maybe, maybe it's because he's going for the swing approach and using a live orchestra, and apparently all the songs were recorded live, so mm. him singing with mm-hmm. him playing on. Whereas the Dina Menzel thing definitely sounded like all the bits were stuck together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I I think his sounds better, although it's still quite dull in places. A Marshmallow World I really like. Um, version of Christmas songs actually not too bad. Um, Let It Snow starts off pretty good as well. Christmas mm. Dreaming. And then there's a lot of stuff that's just a bit. Mm. So his version of Snow, for example, is quite painful. I think what you're doing New Year's Eve. Yeah. Not listening to this album. Not listening to it. I'm done, done with Christmas albums by then, yeah. by a long way. And um, and it, another version of Baby It's Cold Outside. Well, another th- two versions. Another two. Yeah, I, I think. Adina, one of the I ones. think that's my that's my Christmas track. I don't really need to hear again. Award for 2014. Um, it's that particular song. I, I can't I can't hear another version of that song. To be honest with you. No, actually, the worrying thing about that, particularly on the Adina Menzel, because um, Seth duets with Sarah Bareilles mm-hmm. on his version. Whereas mm-hmm. uh, Adina goes for the the bootleg. Yeah, the bootleg. And the, worrying, you know, the worrying thing about listening to all these Christmas albums is it keeps bringing back the fact that actually, in comparison, how good the Buble I know. was, which is uh, quite depressing. Well, he seems to trot it out every year now as well, so it's, yeah. it's obviously doing him the business. But, uh, yeah, um, the, on the Adina Menzel album, obviously, I, was, I couldn't help but think, cash in! Um, but uh, yeah. uh, there is an element of that, uh, for sure. But then, again, leaves me thinking... Um, hang on, perhaps just drop one or two songs in from a certain popular film this year? Or would Disney not let her? Probably not. Well, she's done the... I mean, again, she's done the business for Disney. Why not? Why that's not, Disney? Well, then she wouldn't be able to sing. Uh, why punish... Why, why punish your... Um, well, yes, there is that. Okay, gotcha. All right. That, that had me Point hot, taken. Hot, hot, back wanting to hear the Gene Simmons version again. Oh, good Lord. No, really. No, really, I'm sure yeah. it did. Uh, also, also uh, yeah, this... Uh, this album was, was doing my head in after a while. Um, although I do actually quite After a like while? It. Track two. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a while. <laughs> First song, yeah, Do You Hear What I Hear, yeah. Uh, although I did like the uh, the kind of Elvisified kind of uh, All I Want For Christmas Is You. I quite liked, quite liked the arrangement on that. Yeah, uh, you see, I've got... That's my guilty pleasure, the original Mariah Carey version. I think I trot this fact out every year. Yeah, well, it's her one decent track. Yes, indeed. Yeah. No, we 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 agree every year. I don't know. Do we not? I know. No. Um, so, yeah. No, I don't. I don't need to hear another version of that. But uh, yeah, uh, it's a bit, bit bit slim pickings this year in terms of Christmas albums. Yeah. So so the highlight really is uh, Christopher Lee's EP. Yep. Uh, Darkest Carol's Carol's Faithful Sing, uh, which is a kind of a reworking of Heart the Herald Angel Sing. Yep. Done metal. Done with metal. 
And it's rather amusing. It's very good. I mean, I was going to say, oh, Christopher Lee belting it out. How old is he? 93? 92, I think. 92, yeah. 93. And the guy, he's belting this, this tune out. Okay, he's not the best singer in the world, but jeez. Oh, but Jesus. He's, uh, <laughs> he's just, you know, it's fantastic. I, I, I quite, quite enjoyed Um I, I think the extended version added a, an extra layer. Yeah, I prefer the extended Yeah, I prefer the extended version, actually. Some extra meddling. There was some extra meddling and there was a bit of extra rock vocaling in there as well. They clearly brought in his son or his great-grandson to, <laughs> to join in. But, uh, yeah, no, absolutely awesome that he's um, he's discovered metal. Which, <laughs> which, I, know, I know we've had this conversation before. Um, you know, it always amazes me to think, he, he, oh, he's a metaler, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Discovered metal, but uh, yeah, he's pretty good at it. He yeah, can kind of up there with yeah. Michael Caine being a kind of mad dance music fan. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. So um, no, that's a good. It's a good track. Um, one for the download or the streaming or whatever. Yeah, it's too late for the Christmas charts anyway. <laughs> Thankfully, yes. Yeah. So moving swiftly on, let's race through this podcast. Uh, she and him classics, uh, which is I think the, the fourth or fifth. Possible album, I think. Yeah, that's right. Fourth, I think. From. Zooey. Zooey the Mr. Ward. Mr. Ward. Um, and it's sort of just which doesn't tin, really. I suppose it's a, a collection of uh, classic songs from mm. way back when. So things like She and Stars from Alabama, mm. and Chain Melody, etc., etc. Mm -hmm. uh, and even We'll Meet Again of all yeah. Um Work for you? Yeah. <laughs> no, come on. Um, no, it did. It did. I, I, I really enjoyed this album. Um, on repeated listen, it was a grower. Uh, and for me, this album was everything that, unfortunately, the Seth MacFarlane one wasn't. Uh, yeah. In in terms of in terms of, I think if if Seth just sort of dropped just for once the big band and actually did something a little bit alternative like this, it would it would be quite interesting to hear him sing in a completely different capacity. Um, he does the big band so well, though, unfortunately. Yes. Um, whereas she and him, this classic she and him, we did a Christmas album of theirs. We did, I think it was last year. Yes, the year or the year before. Um, and similar sort of stuff, you know, kind of gentle, gentle little bit of guitar in the background. Yeah, easy listening. Easy listening with, with Zoe's, Zoe's quirkiness riding over the top of it. Um, no, I really, I quite enjoyed this album. Um, you know, uh, it's it's not my favourite album of the year. As uh, yeah, it's we'll, a bit too easy listening for me. We'll discuss in a year in a week or two's time. But yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But but yeah, it's easy listening. But it's alright. It's harmless. It is harmless. It's Christmas. It is harmless and compared to. I actually preferred this as albums. a. I've preferred this as a Christmas album though. Ye Weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine actually playing this in yeah. in my house over over Christmas. But I obviously. I think it would suit most of the. Age groups present. Oh, obviously, I still think the, the, the definitive version of uh, We'll Meet, Meet Again is Johnny Cash. Yeah. Yeah. We agree on that. Just about. Good. Yeah. I like the version of Stars from on, on Alabama, which I suddenly found difficult to say. But yeah. That was, that was one of my highlights of this particular uh, uh, podcast. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Time after time. No. It's not Cindy Lauper, though, is it? No, I know, but it, again, it's sort of different, different enough. It is right. Uh, moving, moving on to pop music, uh, and the uh, long-awaited uh, tie-up between McFly and Busted. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Crowd goes mad. Crowd's yeah. gone mad here. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, but bust, busted. Then this is uh, obviously the torn geezer from from busted Charlie Doodah. Yeah. He went off and did his own thing and left the other bandmates with nothing to do. Yeah. Um, Except go on strictly. Was it there? Was it him or was it the Fly Guys that went on strictly? They all, they all went, they went on, some of them went on Strictly, some of them went on the dancing, the, um, ice. Ah, uh, the ice scene yeah, thing. Jungle. Jungle. Yeah, jungle. Just... Sorry, so they're interrupted all... and got it completely wrong anyway. See, so they're all... Looking for work? Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they were kind of busted for me all along. Yeah. But, however, yes. I read a really funny uh, interview with the guys, um, and Harry Judd, who I think was, uh, he might have been the one that was on Strictly, wasn't it? Hmm. Um, he he was commenting on the fact that the the new record and the new lineup and everything that uh, NME had actually written a positive thing about them and this made me laugh. He said, "Even NME did an all right piece on us," announced drummer Harry Judd. Whereas ten years ago they captioned a photo from left to right, cunt, twat, dickhead, and wanker. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Things have moved on. Things have moved on. So, uh, however, musically, <laughs> have McBusted moved on uh no i think probably reassuringly for the fans yes I, I would <laughs> they haven't moved that, yeah. on they haven't moved on at all but um in terms of um yeah 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 um it's uh it's it's uh it's it's not it's not that offensive though no i <laughs> know oh, yeah. with faint praise yeah i know <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I similarly, if I'd, if I'd been reviewing this a week ago, mm. um, I would have been probably slightly less kind to it than, than I'm, than I'm fe fe feeling today. But, and as Nicki Minaj would say, it's a big butt. Um, <laughs> there's some good pop music on here. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's quite, it's quite fun. And what we'll come to that it, one, listeners. Yeah, uh, what <laughs> saves it is actually really amusing lyrics. Yes. You know, there's a good sense of humour going on. There is a very good sense of humour. Whole, whole, whole album. So, uh, and also, you know, just the fact that they've got um, um, the song called Get Over It and, you know, what happened, what happened to your band and all that kind of thing. Mm. Um, it's genuinely, some genuinely funny mo moments in it. I kind of, I mean, what happened to your band is a really good example of... Yeah, the humour. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the piss track. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but self-deferential. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's one of the best tracks on the, 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 the album, along with uh, uh, Before You Knew Me, mm. which has the line... Is that that line? Yeah, the... The, um, the, the um, Club 7, now you're uh, Slipknot groupie. Yeah, which, uh, which was sung in all sincerity. Yeah. In one of the quieter moments, which so, just so had, really had me good. pissing myself on a sidewalk. And also... Mm. Uh, I think the track before that, which is when you learn the important things in life, like uh, that beautiful girls are the loneliest. Yes. I think it's obvious beautiful girls are the loneliest, mm. he says. Mm. Uh, of course. Deep lyrics. I didn't come for the lyrics. However, it's... Mind you, I got entertained by one or two of them, so, you know, I'm up on there. So, yeah, it's, it, I, I, there's, there's some stinkers on, the, on here, but overall, and I would prefer, it's obviously... We reviewed the Five Days of Summer album earlier on in the year, which mm -hmm. was a similar style of pop punky. Which do you, do you prefer? The Five Days of Summer album. Yeah, no, likewise. There was that like, kind of Blink-182 thing going on, whereas these guys... I mean, the thing is with these guys, both bands, or this band, is um, they, 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 
they were just kids. You can remember they were just kids yeah, when they absolutely. they first appeared. But they first appeared now a good what fourteen years ago ish. Um, you know, so so they're actually they're actually a man band. Now they've got bills to pay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, quite. Um, hopefully they're paying their tax, but I'm sure they are. Uh, they they're a man band, but they're like one of the young man bands because man bands are now like ancient. Like take that, you know, they're like proper mi middle aged men with members disappearing, just my life. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, they're, they're, they're good um, in that respect. But, yeah, they still sound like a really young band. And, um, and I, I just wonder if the fans are still really young. <laughs> I doubt they are. Well, I'm sure some of them are. Yeah, one or two, no doubt. Um, so I just wonder where we go from here. I'm a busted two. Yeah, probably. Almost certainly so depressingly, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So what did I say at the start there? Not that offensive? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. Right. Uh, we now uh, enter the uh, comedy section of the uh, podcast um, uh, to review Smashing Pumpkins, Moments of Twin Elegy. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought we'd done the comedy bit. No, I'm mistaken. I remember now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we have Smashing Pumpkins, they start, uh, Monument of Energy, which is uh, part two of the, if you remember, the three-part box set thing that he was doing. No. Um, when we reviewed the last album. Yeah. Kind of going, oh yeah, good. <laughs> good. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, it's only fair, well, it's not fair really, but we're going to anyway. It's only fair or unfair that we start with um, some of Billy's uh, current outbursts on uh, his own greatness. Because <laughs> these have been more entertaining than the album. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, so, on, start, start off with on Howard Stern. He gave his uh, uh, opinion on Pearl Jam and uh, Foo Fighters in relation to himself and the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, so, he said of Pearl Jam, I know Pearl Jam have tremendous fan base, and they should. Uh, they're a great band, but I'm a Beatles guy, I'm a Stones guy, I'm a Kinks guy. To me, a lot of other bands don't have that work. I think if you stack up my songs, Cobain's songs, that band's songs, they just don't have the songs. They're a great band. They're still an arena act, and they've got to do it for a long time. I have to bow to that. It's a mystery to me, because I don't get it. Not wanting to stop there, he decided to move on to the Foo Fighters and say, Dave's a great musician, a great songwriter, and has done the work. But to me, my criticism of the Foo Fighters, if I'm being a music critic, is that they just haven't evolved. And that's sort of the recent rap on them is, you know, making the same music. Obviously, I've put my whole life on the line for making different types of music as I've gone along. We'll come back to that in a moment. Uh, yeah. However, he then, yeah. he then uh, uh, gave an interview with The Guardian, um, where he said, to in response to a question about uh, the reviews of this current album, I think it's obvious. I'm laughing because I thought for sure I would get really strong reviews for our new album based on all the feedback I was getting, but I get the same reviews I got back in the day. These kind of middling, muddling reviews that just won't fucking say, this is a fucking brilliant album from a brilliant artist. It's always going to have a qualifier to it, so my point is this. I made, according to most people, two classic albums, but I go back and read those reviews. I got the same type of reviews as I'm getting now. People assume we got great reviews back then. We got shit reviews. So it's weird, because this is like, here I go again. I strike onto something fresh, Fans are going fucking nuts. Everyone's excited. We've got to have some fucking guy going, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. It's not a three-star fucking record. Nobody believes it's a three-star record. Nobody. Okay, these people obviously did. So maybe I shouldn't be so absolute. But I've been in the business for 25 years. And there is nobody in it who believes this is a three-star record. Nobody. Well, except for me. <laughs> 
Make that two of us. <laughs> this is so a three-star record, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of um, something middling to say. Uh, you know, middling or muddling? Middling, or both, I think, in terms of... In terms two of, things we have uh, excelled at in the podcast in the past. I'm sure. Um, this, yeah, it's... it's um, it's the originality that's thrown you, isn't it? It's the originality of the quotes. It's the originality of the album as well yeah. that's thrown me. Um, it, 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 it strays away from that uh, Smashing Pumpkins... Um, th- there is one track, though, where it does actually go into a bit of a dance beat at the start. Yeah, I think you're talking about the absolutely dreadful run to me. Yes, the absolutely uh, dreadful track in the middle. When, when you think, yeah. oh, Together in Electric Dreams. Yes, that's the one. Um, so th- there is that, but the rest of it, it's very Smashing Pumpkins, this record. Yeah, and actually when it works best is when it's at its most Smashing Pumpkins. When it works best is when it's doing what Smashing Pumpkins do or did. So Tiberius and uh, Being Bayesian and East at the start, I think, are uh, and one and all. So I think the first four tracks, I think, are uh, really good and really strong. And then I quite like, I think it's uh, anti hero Dorian at the end, but mm. the kind of middle section of it is just. Yeah, anti heroes. Anti heroes, all right. Anti heroes, all right. I quite like the cover of Depeche Mode's Lillian. Sorry, <laughs> so, Dorian. Um, uh, you know, but other than that. Yeah. It's bookended by some good tracks, and the middle's a bit rubbish. Yeah. Um, Thankfully, it only lasts 30 minutes, though. So what was that quote? I, what was that quote, quote within the quote? I don't really know how I, feel sh- I should feel about this. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel that way. So, that only leaves... Oh, oh, I should say, I also forgot to say that we should leave the last word perhaps on this too, uh, Billy, who said, if young Billy had gotten the credit he deserved when he deserved it, then things might have been different. Indeed. One can dream. Yeah. So, let's move on to uh, Nicki Minaj and The Pink Print, uh, her third album. Um... I should say that I am on record, and in fact on a CTTV tweet record, as describing Anaconda as one of the worst records ever made, uh, and not being that much more complimentary about Only, which is the current single, um, where we learn that oh, oh, yeah. Drake or Wayne, yep, which, yep, you know, yep. I'm glad we're clear on that. Now. Glad we're clear on that. Glad uh, they were all there to qualify as well. Indeed. Yeah. Um, so I... Uh, came to this album with uh, some kind of dread, although part of me hoping that the rest of the album would be equally horrific so that I could just tear it apart in joyous style Yeah. Um, however, I have to confess, I actually didn't mind this record. Um, I think of, of the R&B-type things we've listened to in the last uh, year or so, um, including stuff by people that are on this album, so Ariana Grande and Beyonce uh, mm-hmm. and co. I think this not only stacks up well against those, but actually is probably better. Mm. Um, I think it starts, start again, but like this Smash Coming Down, I think it starts and ends well. So mm. I think um, All Things Go, I Lied, and The Crying Game. The Crying Game in particular, I enjoy. The Crying Game, I think, yeah. is yeah, the standout track on the album. Yeah. Um, really, really good, really, really strong. Then you've got some... Rubbish, frankly. Um, and then once you get past Anaconda towards the end of the album, you've got The Night Is Still, Pills and Potion, Bed of Lies, and Grand Piano. And The Ballad. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think are really, really, again, really, really good. Yeah. And I think the album works best when it balances both melody and her singing voice, which mm-hmm. is actually very good, Yep. with the rapping. Yep. Rather than just the rapping and noise, yep. um, which is what kind of Anaconda became to me, particularly because it just kind of like ruined a really good song. Hmm. Um, again, uh, she has said, uh, I am the greatest rapper, and it's humbling because people make you that. I want to let hip-hop culture know I take this seriously. 
I know they will never be able to dispute my skill. Right. So she thinks she's the best rapper. She thinks she's the best rapper in the world. Uh, yeah. She's um, certainly better than um, the Arianda. Uh, Grande. Annie, Annie Grande. Um, and I, I would agree with that comment strongly, actually. Um, having been left f- feeling rather cold by her album when we reviewed that earlier in the year, um, certainly the best best lead uh, female R&B artist we've listened to for, for a couple of years. Yep. I'd, go, I'd go that far. Um, yeah, I have to admit, first time I listened to this record, I did struggle somewhat, uh, probably for some of the reasons you've, um, in fact, no, definitely for some of the reasons you've outlined, particularly around the, the sort of the saggy middle, um, where I didn't, wasn't feeling the buns. Um, well, they, apart from her firm bottle. Uh, yes, exactly, which gets mentioned a lot. Yeah, she's obsessed with her own art. Yes, yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it improves on, on repeated listen. Um, it's, it's, oh, God, I was going to say, it's a solid album. <laughs> I've been resisting saying it all year. I know. Yeah, I know. Oh, maybe that's where the listeners went. Um, so it's uh, yeah, it's 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 all right. It's a good album. So on that note, <clears throat> well, I thought end the Christmas special on a positive. I know it's unusual for us. Yeah. Well, I can just say, you know, Anaconda is still shite. So oh, yeah. you got to ruin it now. So we can end it on a negative note. Oh, good. Well. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I believe that's as done for the festive period. Is it? It is. Blimey. Another year has gone by. Really? Uh, only leaving us with the end of year, best of album, dardy bloody 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 thing to do. Well, I should look forward to that. Yeah. Mm. So, see you after Christmas. See you after Christmas. Five Bye for now. See you in five minutes.